Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. EST 2016. This is interviews, music reviews, and more. This is, this is The Hotter Show. What is up, everybody? We're rolling out of you here today on episode 372 of The Hotter Show. I hope you guys are doing absolutely fantastic. Thank you so very much for tuning in and clicking that play button on today's episode of the podcast. We have what is quite possibly going to be one of my favorite episodes ever in the history of the show. Because for the first time ever, my wife is coming on the podcast. Now... Some of you who are longtime listeners might say, hang on a minute, Sam has been on the podcast a couple of times before, and you're right, but she hasn't been on as my wife officially, so that's what we're doing here today with another edition of Ask Sam Anything, in which fans of the show, my patrons, people over on the Discord community have asked some questions that they would like Sam to answer either about herself, about us, or to get some dirt on me and we have some really good ones such as how long did it take for us to fart in front of each other sam's harry potter house and also her favorite character from harry potter we talk a little bit about horror and how i have grown to love horror and what she loves about horror we also talk at length about how i really do scare super easily and she does it better than almost anybody and then uh, she settles the debate once and for all between Wendy's and McDonald's. Among tons of other fantastic questions, it was so much fun getting to do this with her. And also Luna makes an appearance. So, you know, that was super fun too. So I cannot wait to jump into this episode. Before we do, I want to give a quick shout to everybody who supported last week's episode of the show, my chat with my boy, Matt Lane. Always a pleasure getting to chat with Matt See what I did there? Haha, check out his podcast. It's great. Be sure to drop him a follow and all that fun stuff over on the social media. Matt Elaine Music. Shouts to my boy. And with that, we are ready to roll into today's episode. Another edition of Ask Sam Anything. My lovely, beautiful wife coming on the show for the first time officially as my wife. On the other side of the break here, as we hear a word from the sponsors who are helping the Hotter Show grow. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. So for the first time in the history of the podcast, we have my wife on the show, my wifey and Luna. Say hi, Luna. Woo, woo, woo. 
really? You're not going to say nothing now? Nothing? Okay, whatever. Anyway, my lovely, beautiful wife, Sam, is here. She's holding the microphone to Luna. Luna, speak. Oh, woo, 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 woo. Good girl. Good. That was Luna saying hello. Yeah, we have my beautiful, lovely wife, Sam Light Hotter, is here. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so we're here doing a, another edition of Ask Sam Anything by popular demand. Because people want to know about you. I don't know why. You're like this mythical creature I'm that really I talk not. about. <laughs> so how we're going to do this, folks, is I'm going to ask a question. She's going to answer it. We may or may not elaborate. And uh, yeah, that's how we're going to go. And Luna's going to be hanging around. Possibly cats as well. And we'll just see how it goes. I know. It should be fun. I appreciate you doing this. This was actually, you actually brought this up to me that you wanted to do it. Yeah, because was, you're annoying. What do you mean? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Where does that come from? What do you mean I'm annoying? Talking about how you don't have guests. It's not that I don't have guests. It's been hard to get guests. Exactly. But you're the ultimate guest, so that's all that matters. So I was like, well, I'll do a podcast, I guess. And I was like, okay, bet. So we here we are. Here we are. And I have a bunch of questions from... My patrons, Discord people, listeners, people who just want to know stuff about you and about us and things like that. So first and foremost, I have some questions here from Eric, one of my patrons. He would like to know, what is your favorite Pokemon? Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff. (laughs) Why Jigglypuff? Because she's pink and she's a girl (laughs) and she goes jigglypuff and then smushes people <laughs> pokemons not people well i mean she she smacks people too and there's, there's she's an, the most interesting one in the games she is to me anyway from the original series too because you haven't really played the no i have no idea what new series no. pokemon is we're we're original og pokemon people we don't know the new we're series not pokemon at all. people period well, no, actually you know what i mean like we're the we're the original 150. Also, by default, too, that means you're a big fan of Wigglytuff as well, which is her evolve form <laughs> or their evolve form. It can be a boy as well. But traditionally, I think it's a girl, but I don't know. But yeah, Wigglytuff's a bad motherfucker, too, because it has rollout and it's it's a really powerful move. So there you go. What do you do for a creative outlet? I don't have one. But you would like one. I mean, I guess technically journaling. Yeah, you do some journaling. And also you 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 had a phase there where you were doing like some crafty stuff too. Yeah, but I get discouraged really, really easily with crafts. So I try not to do craft stuff. But they always look cool. Mm, you might think so, but I don't. Well, <laughs> I still think one of the coolest things you ever did for me as a present was when you did that box that you got and you painted it and put like blue tape inside of it. So it was black and blue. And then you filled out a hundred reasons why you love me on yeah. these little card things. That was pretty freaking cool. <laughs> so just throwing it out there. No, I good. think you're good at it. And you, you should, you should, you should explore that more. I don't know. Just throwing it out there. What is your favorite song of all time or a couple? Or give me a give me a few. I don't really have like an all time favorite. Song okay, what's your what's your favorite jam right now? And why is it happier know. than ever? It's not. <laughs> and also, only the Kelly Clarkson edition. Thank you. Yeah, no, we're we're not fans of Billy Eilish it's in this house. Illish. Illish. I call her Eilish. Billy Eilish. I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know. It changes every so often. Anything pink usually or Avril Lavigne also was always like my jam. That Let It Go record. Yeah. Came out when you were like, you would have been, you would have been like elementary like, school, yeah. late elementary school. So it yeah, was that was a jam. second seed. Well, it was my first concert that I ever saw in person was Avril Lavigne um, with some 41 technically. Ooh. Um, but that was during the dark days of some 41. Uh-huh. That was like, that was like, um, 
what the hell was that record? Something Class Hero or something. It was a really I, weird record. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I guess it would be either Shania Twain's uh, Man, I Feel Like a Woman or... Um, What's that? What's her other one? Oh no! I'm going out tonight. I'm, I'm feeling, feeling all right. right. I'm gonna. Oh, I thought we were gonna sing. Uh, Best thing about being a woman. Oh no, that is that is man. I feel like a woman. No, it's not. Yes, it uh, is. Uh, oh, I'm totally crazy. Is that man? I feel like a woman. Such kids. Oh, it is. Jesus Christ, listen to me. <laughs> I don't know my Sh- uh, I don't know my Shania Twain. I'll accept that as an answer, though. Yeah, there's another Shania Twain one that I'm looking it up because I'm because yeah, there's a couple. <clears throat> now, for for the man, I feel like a woman. Do you prefer the original version or the remix version? Um, either or. The remix one is pretty good. Uh, uh want. To Want Me by Jason Derulo and Luke Bryan is also a friggin' jam. That is a jam. Are you are you talking about um I'm gonna get you good? I'm gonna get you. I don't think so. I'm gonna get you real good. That was a video where she was like on a motorcycle and shit. That was a jam. I remember this that. one. That don't impress me much. I've known a few guys who thought they were pretty smart. That one. We only have 15 <laughs> seconds before we get flagged. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. That's okay. That's acceptable. Sorry, that took such a long time no, to answer. No, that's fine. This is what we do here on the Harder Show. We just try to figure out the name of songs and then we. Find them. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much, Eric, for those questions. Appreciate you, buddy. I have a batch of questions here from Dylan. What is your favorite show you personally to watch? And then what is our favorite show collectively to watch together? Uh, mine would probably have to be a toss-up between the OC because every time I've ever moved, that is one of the first things I have ever watched mm-hmm. in a new it's place. A rich, it's a ritual for you. It's a comfort thing. Um, Vampire Diaries. Grey's Anatomy. E. I mean, it used to. Now it's kind of lame. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think mainly just those two. And New Girl is always like. It goes always a solid. good jam. Mm-hmm. Our collective favorite show to watch is hands down One Tree Hill. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Some people think I'm. I was joking when I said One Tree Hill was literally one of my favorite shows. It. He is not. It is one of his favorite shows. It's actually borderline scary sometimes. <laughs> Because he likes it more than me sometimes. I actually, but I like better when you they're get out of high later school. seasons. Yeah, yeah, that's what I like. So, yeah, and also you love watching Family Guy with me. No, I don't. <laughs> the fact that you can literally recite Family Guy is ridiculous. The only good thing that ever happened from Family Guy was wait, 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 wait. We don't want to know the sex. Well, it's not breathing. <laughs> <laughs> That is a classic joke. Is TJ a cuddler? He seems like a cuddler. You have no idea. (laughs) All he ever wants to do is cuddle. At all times. Literally. Especially when I'm smelly and sweaty. And I'm like, love me. No, it's literally just all the time. (laughs) Is that a bit much? Well, I'm not like a super overly affectionate, like cuddly person so sometimes i'm like please stop <laughs> what was what was that thing you sent me the other day it was when your partner's love language is physical touch and yours is uh what was that the no it remember? said um girl who's i don't remember but basically it was like guy whose physical 
or guy whose love language is physical touch, girl whose love language is not physical touch, married. Yeah, I was trying to find it, but yeah. It's interesting being being obviously with someone who our love languages are very different. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. It leads to some interesting situations. That's all I'm going to say on that. <laughs> kind of actually tying into that, uh, do you have any general relationship advice? Would you say learning each other's love languages is important? I mean, yeah. But also, like, respecting the boundaries of mm -hmm. people's love languages is also important, too. Like, even though I'm not super overly affectionate and, like, I'm not super cuddly when you really want or need that physical touch, I try. You, you're very good. At, you're very good with that. I'll just be like, I need a hug or I need a cuddle. And you will always... And it's not like, you're like ah, fine. It's like, you know, okay, like he needs this right now. Yeah. It's like, a, I, I, I equate it to like being, I need like a battery recharge, you know, mm -hmm. like having that physical affection from you gives me that like emotional recharge, you know, but then also I have learned and you have been very good with communicating with me, especially over the last couple of years. Like, hey, I don't want physical affection all the time, mm -hmm. you know, and it's learning your partner's love languages and learning how to, if you're in a situation where you're uncomfortable with something, just communicating it. It's yeah. super, communication is very, very important and you never stop communicating and you never stop learning each other's love languages, I think either. I think that's a pretty Agreed. fair thing to say. Emotional maturity is very important, folks. Very, very important. That's probably as real as we're going to get for the most part. Actually, no, it's not because I just realized his next question was actually on love languages. Kind of already covered that, Dylan. So he just asked, like, this might be a little intrusive, but how important do you think love languages are to form a strong relationship? Is if you have conflicting love languages, is it possible to make it work? Yes. Just. You have to be respectful. Mm-hmm got to be respectful that's what's all about being respectful and communication and knowing that you're always constantly going to be growing and changing as a person and learning how to be okay with things that might change for your partner you know so thank you dylan for those questions i appreciate it we have a, a, a one question here from cm one of my patrons and she would like to know, what is your dream trip? Bora Bora. Bora Bora. But it's way too expensive. I would love to like go to Bora Bora and have one of the little like on the water island hut things. Mm -hmm. And just like even for like four days, just chill. That would it's be, so pretty out yeah. there. Have like an idea. Would you want to like go exploring or just literally go there and chill? I would literally be fine with just chilling mm -hmm. on the water in your little hut. Little hut. Have a bar in the water. <laughs> Get high as fuck and swim in the water. That, no, that does not sound like a good time. <laughs> no, that would be, I would love to go to Bora Bora. You want to talk about what we're planning this summer? We're going to the East Coast. Yay. <laughs> We're going to explore Newfoundland, kind of. <laughs> Not all of Newfoundland, but a good chunk of it. That's going to be exciting. And Are a you... little bit of Cape Breton and New Brunswick. Yeah. Are you ready to be in a car with me for over 72 hours straight, basically? I've done it before. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just the two of us building castles in the sky. Next couple of questions I have here is from Bray. Um, how would you spend a day off? Not leaving the house. That's like the perfect day, isn't mm -hmm. it? Not leaving the house, just chillaxing. Yeah. Either that or if it's like warm and sunny out with like a little bit of a breeze, go and like sit outside and have like a picnic by the water or something. 
and just chill outside. Sounds like a good time. Mm-hmm. Did you bring this one? Yeah. Yeah. I was pointing at Luna. You guys couldn't see. That sounds like a good time. But if it's like rainy and stormy, just chill Well, inside. I mean, ideally, if we had a porch, then we could just do that on the porch. But mm-hmm. we do not. We unfortunately do not. I mean, we could like open that window and like put up an umbrella. No? Okay. Morty's thinking about it right now. Do you have a favorite story that TJ has narrated? I think I can answer that for you. Like horror story? Yeah. I don't. Because you, I mean, you haven't really heard any of them. No. Yeah, it's not really your your forte. You like horror, but you don't like horror narrations. Well, I don't really enjoy like listening to audiobooks or anything. Yeah, so. it's, just not, it's just not never really been your thing. No. Bunch of questions here from uh, Mr. Tim Coleman. Bunga bunga. Um, <laughs> first off, he would like to know who's y'all's hall passes. Mm. Who are our hall passes? Uh, Ryan Reynolds for both of us. <laughs> Mine's Pedro Pascal right now. So oh my God. I would do dirty things to Pedro Pascal. <laughs> Pedro is daddy. Okay. Ew. <laughs> it's true. Who's yours? It's got to be one. Well, no, because you have to give me the hall pass. I can't oh, I thought, say who I'm allowed to have a hall pass with. It's not up to me. It's up to you. Well, no, you have to tell me who, and then I can either agree or disagree. I don't know. If, I don't know who's yours. Sebastian is. Stan. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, I, I'd allow that. So I'd be like, my wife had sex with the Sebastian Stan. You might say I'm a Stan. Blame. Haha. <sighs> Describe TJ's junk using only pop culture references. Using a pop culture reference? A line from a show, a title of a movie, anything. I don't. <laughs> it's okay. Little House on the Prairie, perhaps. Dark. <laughs> A baby stole my dingo. A dingo stole my baby. A dingo stole my baby. I don't know. Okay, we'll we'll accept that. <laughs> Did y'all start dating before or after the podcast, and how'd she feel about it? Um, I'm the reason that there is a podcast. Yeah, you are. <laughs> so what? Six years in, mm-hmm. give or take. Um, yeah, it was you a, like it was, yeah, like six years in. Toyed with the idea of. Wanting to do a podcast because you always talk to yourself repeatedly. And then you're like, I should record some of this stuff. And then I was like, why don't you? And then you started and here we are. It's really quite that simple. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if it wasn't for you, this wouldn't be a thing. And your patience and understanding and so forth. Here we are almost 400 episodes in. Almost eight years the fuck can you do an impression of angry hotter how am i what do i sound like when i'm angry what do i do when i'm angry stomp around i thought sigh a lot i'm a child i do i'm a big sire yeah you are but i'm also just a big sire in general Mm. but when i'm when i'm mad though you know i'm mad because i'm like No. You no. just sigh. Okay. I'll just be excited. But also, you know, one of my favorite things that you ever said to me was? What? Something I tweeted. Do you remember this? No. You said to me that when you're mad, you sound like na 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 banana. That's all you hear, apparently, when I get yeah. mad. And I thought that was, I felt that. Because it's true. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty comical. How long did it take for y'all to fart in front of each other? I'm going to let you take this one. So when Sam and I started dating, um, I I did not fart in front of her for three months, two months. It, It was at least a couple of months. Yeah. And 
what you guys may or may not know about me is I fart a lot. He's a very um, gassy individual. I'm a gassy person. So what I used to do was <laughs> it was pretty good the first month. It only happened a couple of times. But basically when you started coming around in my house like all the time, mm-hmm. like you were over like almost every, at least every weekend, I would just randomly get up and leave anytime I had to fart and I'd go in the bathroom and I would fart a bunch and then I would like come back into the room and hang out. And I did that for, like I said, at least, a, I'd say at least a solid month and a half to two months. And then finally, one day, I got up, went into the bathroom, but I didn't shut my door. I didn't shut the bathroom door all the way because I was like about to like fart myself. <laughs> I go in the bathroom and... <laughs> You could hear it clear as day in the bedroom. And I literally was like, oh, my God, is he okay?" And then what did you say when I walked back into the room? Have you bitch just been going to the bathroom to fart this whole time? Yes. (laughs) Yes, counselor. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) How long did it take for you to fart in front of me? I don't don't even remember the first time I farted in front of you. I don't remember either. (laughs) It it wasn't that long after that, I would would have to say. Maybe, Maybe another couple months. Yeah, but I don't fart like you do. Okay. No, <laughs> you don't. <laughs> Hope that answers that question, Tim. And last question we have here from my boy, Tim. Um, can you ask her why Crowbar writes the heaviest riffs ever? They don't. How? Them's fighting words. Because <laughs> they're all just big, beefy men. That's why. That's great. Thank you, Tim. Uh, Neil one of my patrons would like to know um, what is your opinion of TJ's best and worst traits? I mean, they're kind of the same because I think it's hilarious sometimes when you are talking to yourself or like you have conversations with yourself, even though you'll literally be talking to someone and then you'll just go into a conversation with yourself. But at the same time, it's also can be super annoying Especially, especially when you're trying to tell a story and then you just like prolong it. And I'm like, please just get to the point. You're very good at now. At like, just, you like know how to just like shut me down now. <laughs> you're just like, you're just like, okay, babe, that's fine. But blah, like just get to the point. Like you won't be like, shut up, fuck up, I got to the point. I mean, sometimes <laughs> if I'm being really. Well, but- it takes you literally like 30 minutes to tell me that. You ran into somebody at the store <laughs> that you knew. Uh, like it's <laughs> it's a lot sometimes. It but is. I mean, you're also like super compassionate and like understanding to like you're very understanding to everybody's situation. Like you try to give everybody the benefit of the doubt no matter what which is also a great thing, but can also be your biggest downfall as well. And on the flip side of that, something I love about you is you have an extremely good judge of character and you're always right. There has not been a situation. I'll be like, this is a great person. And you'll be like, "Mm." (laughs) and I have just learned to go with it. Now I'm not saying you're going to be like, Oh, that person's a piece of shit. But you're going to be like, like I think there's something more going on here. We got to get to know them a bit better first before we start like, and you're always right. You are right every single time. Mm. So just that, that's one thing that we balance each other out really well on. I'll be like, hello, my name is TJ. I like warm hugs. Would you like to be friends? And you're like, hi, (laughs) like let's maybe not be this person's best friend yet. Let's Uh. maybe just, you know, it's not like a negative thing. It's just, that's something about you. I really appreciate, you know, and because we were well together. And also is my worst trait the fact that I snore? I mean. Like, I guess that's not like a trait. No. But yeah. Okay. That works. That, I, I, I'll accept that as nature. Thank you, Neil. Um, my boy T. Uh, would you ever consider joining the Discord? Not a chance. If not, would you at least play Quiplash with us sometimes? Sometime. I mean, I already did. Yeah, we did the one time, and CM was in for that, and then Arthur came in as well. But I, if we if we ever did that again, I would set it up so that like everyone could hear everyone and stuff because that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Be cool. 
there's some good I guess I got some good peeps over on the Discord. They're good peeps. You know? Um do you have a favorite voice that TJ does? And on the flip side, is there a voice TJ does that you can't fucking stand? Can't stand Lola. I don't really do Lola much anymore, though. Yeah, but... Like, oh, my God, it. like, wow. You did it for so long. So coming home from my buddy's... Our, our, so we go to my buddy's cottage every year, and it's a three-and-a-half-hour drive coming home. And the one year coming home, I discovered my Lola voice while we were there. So coming home the entire ride, I Back just it did up. Lola. The entire weekend you were talking in the voice and then the entire drive home <laughs> and then the entire week after that. <laughs> you said back it up. You were like, okay, back it up. Lola. What about uh, what about Tuba Boy? Oh God. You there's like Tuba Boy. There's a lot of voices there's I Tuba do not Boy. like. Tuba Boy. Uh, do you have a voice I do that you like? Yeah, no. Not a chance. Not really. <laughs> My wife is always honest, folks. I joke. I say, look, I find a new voice. And the first thing, especially Douglas has figured it out now. When I find a new voice, he's like, oh, God, Sam's going to hate that. <laughs> yeah, but you and him are literally the same freaking person sometimes. How is it living with two people that are basically the same person? Awful. <laughs> <sighs> Good times. Good times. Okay. We have a batch of questions here from my boy, Mike. Have you read any of TJ's no sleep stories or creepy shit? No. Not your forte. Yeah. Would you ever consider doing a podcast with him? And I think he means like a full-time podcast, not like an episode. Probably not. Cause I, I don't know. I'm super uncomfortable. I get it. That's why I appreciate you doing this. What is your favorite horror movie? That's really hard. Or a couple. There's only been one horror movie that has ever actually like altered my dreams and like actually made me scared to like walk down a dark hallway or whatever. And it was the con- the very first Conjuring. Yeah. That fucked me up. Because you saw that in theaters, right? Yeah. Yeah. I remember you were like, babe, that movie was terrifying. That was before I liked horror movies. Yeah. So I refused to Well, yeah, because you. you, I would have to watch horror movies with my friends because you mm-hmm. refused um, I don't know if I have a favorite specifically. I mean, that was the one that definitely resonated with me. Mm-hmm. It resonated with you and just made you terrified. Not, ter- I wouldn't say terrified, but it was the only one that actually had any type of effect on me. Cause I like, I've watched horror movies my entire life and I've never, mm-hmm had bad dreams or been scared to walk down a dark hallway or room or whatever. Unlike me. Yeah. I'm a bitch. So I guess the conjuring would be not, not the favorite, but like the most impactful, I guess. Would you say that series of movies, whatever they call that, like universe, they have a name for it. I can't remember. I mean, would you say that's like a pretty decent, but also you like, um, you liked, uh, oh my gosh, the one with the moss that has the keys for fingers. What? Not Insidious. Uh, or is it Insidious? That's part of that. Is it? Okay, my apologies. Yes, okay. I'm pretty sure. I, I don't know. I don't know shit about fuck. <laughs> um, so yeah, Conjuring series. Conjuring, cool. Awesome, awesome. TJ told me a story once about how much you love to scare him. Is that real? And does he really always freak out like a little bitch? (laughs) Yes. Quick story. Um, I was doing a live episode of the show once Mm -hmm. and Sam was inside with her friend and I was out in another part of this office my parents had. And there was these two big windows that are right behind the computer screen I was looking at. No, they weren't behind. They're, they were beside. Okay, fair. And I was super focused telling a story about something. And then all of a sudden, I hear this slam and boo. I, we said, bah. Oh. And all you can see is me go, <gasps> there's a video of it. There and is. I tried so hard not to freak out, but I was like, 
And then I was like, something but, happened. But what made it so much funnier was the fact that you tried to play it off, but you were secretly, but not secretly because you were on video, um, looking all over the room and like around you to make sure that nobody was out there, that nothing was out there, whatever. But also keep in mind in the room that he was doing the podcast in, the room beside had a bunch of like garage, like semi feral cats. Mm-hmm. So he literally had no idea what happened. I thought at first it was them. And then I think I saw one of you run by or something. Well, we had to, okay. We had to sneak by a motion censored light to even get to where he was. Yeah. And we were so quiet. I don't even know how we didn't set anything off. The light went off and he still didn't notice. Actually, I was focused. I was focused. I, I just actually realized that you didn't stop the motion sensor light. Good job. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> I'm, I'm impressed. You're good sneaky. Is Morty really an asshole? Because he's adorable. Yes. He really is. He an is asshole, an asshole. But he's also adorable. <laughs> he was a little cuddling with her before we started this. Yeah, but that doesn't change the fact that he'd literally be cuddling with you and then he'll stare at you and then bite you. That's fair. That checks out. The last thing I have here from Mike is not really a question. It's more just a statement. What kind of a question? Can you convince him to make his Patreon horror podcast not just for Patreon? He's got the content for it. Just convince him to do it and stop being a bitch. Thanks. (laughs) Noted. (laughs) Okay. Thank you for those, Mike. We have some questions here from Brian. Um, I understand... You're a big Harry Potter fan. So, three questions here. Who is your favorite Harry Potter character and why? That's really hard. Because there's a couple different ones for a couple different reasons. Can I tell you mine while you're thinking of it? Yeah. Mad-Eye Moody. (laughs) Who is, of course, a Hufflepuff. Never been confirmed. <laughs> Never been confirmed, but I'm saying he's a Hufflepuff. I love him. I also, I do, you were the one who pointed out to me that the, the mannerisms of Mad-Eye Moody that I love are from when he was actually, what's his name? When he was the guy who like took over his- Crouch Jr. Crouch Jr. But then once I realized that, I was like, okay, because I also love him in Deathly Hollows and um, Order of the Phoenix. So I was like, okay, still him. Just because at first I was like, oh no, I don't like him. I like Crouch's version of him, but it's not true. Mm-hmm. Um, for mine, I guess it would be I probably just have gonna have to go with Dobby. Is it because he is a free elf? <laughs> Obviously, and because Dobby is here to save his friends, Harry Potter. Harry Potter and his friends Mm-mm. and that Dobby will always be there for Harry Potter and that it's a beautiful place to be among friends. <laughs> R.I.P. Dobby, <sighs> my guy. What's your house and are you happy with it? I'm a Slytherin and I kind of hate it. Uh, well, to be fair, I think everybody has a little bit of Slytherin in them. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a Ravenclaw and I w- would say I'm pretty happy with it other than the fact that um, most Ravenclaws are like artistic in some type of way and I am not see I, th- I think you are but like not really you just you just have to find your voice <laughs> you know because I know you have creativity in you you just have to find your voice I'm a Hufflepuff and I'm a loser. <laughs> and I am not happy with it. I want to be a Ravenclaw. But yeah, Slytherin has some has some has some stuff. It's kind of cool. No? Okay. All right, moving on. What is your favorite Harry Potter movie? If you had movie? to pick one. Um, and, and why is it the Half Blood Prince? <laughs> Why the Half-Blood Prince? Just because of what we learn in the story? Well, I feel like it's the one that like most of the 
story develops in, but like also you learn a lot about some of the characters that you didn't really know. Cause I, like, I don't want to say anything and like ruin something for somebody just in case, but Mm -hmm. there's a lot of character development and like, um, I guess like you kind of find out why some characters are the way that they are, et cetera, et cetera. You know? Mm -hmm. And like, there's a lot of stuff that happens. Lots of stuff. Yeah. I was about to say something that would have ruined the moment, but I'm not going to. Let's just say there's a really cool moment that happens. There's a bunch actually. My favorite Harry Potter movie is Prisoner of Azkaban. And I don't really know why. <laughs> but I also, I love Half-Blood Prince too. Like, yeah, I love. If I'm being honest with myself, I think Half-Blood Prince is my favorite. Just, I just like Prisoner of Azkaban. And also I have to go ahead and point this out, folks. I used to say I hated the movies where they were like little kids. And then I like watched them recently with Sam and I was like, okay, hey, these ain't bad. Mm. <laughs> I used to be like, I don't like when they were little kids. Last question I have here from him. Um, have you played Legacy yet? If not, are you going to? No, I haven't. Um, we pre-ordered it for PS4 because that's like one of the only things that we have. Um, and it was supposed to come out this month and then they delayed it until next month. So, yes, whenever the freak it comes out, we're going to play it. Well, we're going to play, play the it. fuck out of it. <laughs> well, you're going to play it. I'm going to watch you. I'm going to be like, I want to watch. And I'm going to play it when you're not here. And I'm going to be like, oh Start fucking everybody over with magic. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, So Terrence has some questions here for you as we uh, get ready to wind down here. The people need to know. Mary Brown's or KFC? Mary Brown's Tater with KFC's chicken. Hmm. But not the extra crispy. Just the original. The original chicken. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll accept that. Wendy's or McDonald's? Wendy's. Hands down. Tim Hortons or literally any other fast food breakfast restaurant? Literally any other fast food. <laughs> Wendy's or Tim Hortons? Wendy's. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Now, what's what's so so we know the order at Mary Brown's and KFC. What's the order at Wendy's? I mean, I know what the order is, but. Okay, what is it? Well, depending on what you're in the mood for, um, I would, okay, if I was just going to get it for you, here's what I would get. I would get the chicken sandwich, extra mayo, add tomato, no pickles, because they changed it now, and then fries, and then a, either a root beer or a fruitopia or a Coke, Diet Coke or a Coke Zero, depending on the thing, or I'd probably also grab a Baconator just to be safe because sometimes you really fuck with a Baconator and then I would get some Nuggies. Throw in a vanilla Frosticino. Mm, fair. I always forget about the Frosticinos. I always forget about them. Are you having friends for dinner? And if so, how many of these and those are they going to have? A couple of these and a <laughs> couple, couple of, of those because we've got friends. For dinner. Land Before Time reference. Yes. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. I just realized I actually uh, missed a question, so I want to go back for a second here before I I end off with my two last questions I have. Okay. Um, So do you remember how I was like all hyped because someone from the Discord gave money to our Jack and Joe? Mm -hmm. So she would like to know, Kelly... (laughs) <laughs> she asked me during when I was doing a Q&A thing. She said, so I'm going to ask you now. Did TJ cry like a bitch when he saw you for the first time on your wedding day? Not really. I cried. Not really. I thought you were going to cry a lot more. Oh, sorry. You barely cried. What are you talking about? I cried. Mm. I didn't cry at the actual ceremony. If I think if I had the first time I actually saw you was there, I would have cried a lot more. But <laughs> I like that we did the first look. 
Did you cry? When I saw you? Yeah. No. When did you cry? During my vows. And so did everybody else there, including you. Everyone cried. Mm -hmm. You did have a goddamn dry eye in the fucking house. (laughs) Everyone was expecting like, oh, TJ's vows are going to be like super fucking long and goddamn drawn out and blah, blah, blah. Mine were super short and condensed to the point. And then you had this like beautiful fucking, oh my God, (laughs) not a dry eye in the fucking house. Even the minister was crying for Christ's sake. <laughs> well, not the minister, the whatever she was. Efficient. Efficient. My groomsmen were all three of them were crying. Even Garrett, even though he would admit it. Adam was crying. It's okay. There's pictures to prove it. I know. It was a good day. Not, <laughs> with it, not without its own hiccups. Thank you for helping with the Jack and Jill purchase of ticket. Yes, thank you, Kelly. Appreciate it. So also a patron. And uh, last two questions I have here for you today. On a scale of one to ten, how drop dead sexy is the host of the Hotter Show? Obviously a ten. I thought you were going to say like one. <laughs> I thought you were going to fuck with me. <laughs> He's pretty sexy. And do you have any idea how much I love you? This big. (laughs) It's actually bigger than that (laughs) by a lot. But I love you very much and I appreciate you so much for doing this. I know that it's something that you're not really super a fan of, but this was a lot of fun. I love you too. You're welcome. (laughs) Say bye. Bye. All right, guys. There you have it for the first time ever. In the history of the podcast, my wife was on the show, (laughs) well, for the first time officially as my wife, and that was just uh, an absolute blast getting to do that with her, and it was actually her idea, so that was just really wonderful, and it meant a lot to me, so thank you very much, sweetheart, for doing that. I love you very much, and I'm very happy and proud that you are my wife. And you can't tell me you didn't kind of have fun doing that. Let's be honest. (laughs) I want to thank you guys for the support on today's episode. If you haven't yet, be sure to hit that subscribe button, regardless of how you're listening to the podcast. There's a lot of different ways to listen. But if you haven't subscribed yet, please do so. And if you're able to set up automatic downloads, that also is a huge help. Leave a rating, leave a like if you can. means the world to me and helps this show grow. You can follow The Harder Show on social media with Facebook and Instagram. We also have a Discord. If you'd like to join the Discord server, let me know and I will send you a link. Or there is a permanent link in my link tree, which you can find on my social media profiles in the bio. If you would like to contact the show for any reason, you can do so through social media or at thehardershow at gmail.com. If you would like to further support the show, consider joining the Harder Show Patreon, patreon.com forward slash the Harder Show, and come join my wonderful community there. Regardless of what tier you choose, you will get a shout out at the end of every single episode of the show, which I'm going to do here very shortly, access to exclusive channels over on the Discord, behind the scenes content, and access to a Patreon exclusive podcast. Now, there's going to be some changes coming to that in the next coming months. However, in the meantime, we're still rocking and rolling over there with the Tape Trepidation Horror Narration Podcast, which I have way too much fun doing, and it is literally taking on a life of its own. So, if you're into horror and want to hear me narrate some creepy-ass stories, as well as some of my very talented friends, consider joining at the $5 or above level over on Patreon. That's $5 a month, less than some cups of coffee nowadays in the world. And you're going to get access to that podcast. There are 21 episodes out currently of that with more on the way. And stay tuned because something's cooking for tape trepidation. So just, uh, just stay tuned or join the Patreon and you'll know what's going on right now. And let's just say shit's cooking. <laughs> And I am very excited and also absolutely freaking terrified. But I think it is high time 
that I give a shout out to my Patreon supporters, my hotheads. We have, of course, the OG hothead, my man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Scott Duquette. We, of course, have Ronan Komori of Baseline Feed, Wolf Delta Pi of Baseline Feed, actor extraordinaire and voice actor extraordinaire Eric Phones, Mike Quintero of Shudder Radio, a fantastic horror podcast. Go check it out. C.M. Peters, author extraordinaire, as well as a member of the Baseline Feed podcast. The man, my brother, Mr. Jason Reese from Jaybird Digital Arts, the man who keeps my show looking great with all the graphics, interview tiles, all that fun stuff. Go check him out if you need anything in relates to graphic design. And let him know hotter sent you. Kelly Sisson, the Prime Minister of Canada. LOL. Terry and Janet Hodder, who are the people directly and extremely indirectly uh, responsible for this podcast. Brandon Bowden of Bowden Voice, another man who is very directly responsible for this podcast for a lot of ways. Neil Skrupa from Neurotic Voice, very talented voice actor. Go check him out if you need any kind of voice work done. He has done some stuff for me and is an absolute badass. And the new guy on the block here, Ian Hall. Welcome, Ian. Thank you so much for your patronage. It means the world to me. And uh, shout out again to Neil because Ian is a uh, friend of Neil's and wanted to come check out what we're all about over here on the Hotter Show. So thanks very much, Neil. I appreciate the support, brother. And if you would like a little shout out like that at the end of every single episode of the Hotter Show and you want me to maybe talk a little bit about something that you're doing, a project or something like that, let me know. And I will happily do that. Even just at the $1 level, I still seriously appreciate any support at all financially. $1, $5, $10. It all means the world to me and it all helps. And every cent that I make from the Patreon goes directly back into the podcast to help with production costs, which as time goes on, things raise up in price. But I also would like to get some upgraded gear in the uh, the near future. So things like that help. So thank you very much to all my patrons. It means the world to me. And thank you so much for listening, especially if you're still listening. You're seriously the best. I cannot thank you enough. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. And I'll catch you next time right here on The Harder Show. Take it easy, guys. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Before Sarah discovered Chumbacasino.com, she enjoyed chamomile tea. Come on, big jackpot. And being in PJs by six. Let's go. The new fun Sarah. Woohoo! Often thinks about the old boring Sarah yes. and wonders if that Sarah ever really existed. Chumba Casino has over a hundred casino style games. So join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. No purchase necessary. We were created by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.